Hey everyone, welcome back to Marvelous Geeks. I'm Gisani Sophia. Oh, you're not going to introduce me? I'm sorry, I, I thought you were going to introduce yourself, because <laughs> we did establish that you're going to be on Marvel Podcasts. Well, I'm here with Morgan, guys. Hello. <sighs> okay, we have three days until Infinity War. Endgame. Infinity sorry, War. <laughs> I'm so used to saying Infinity War. Until Endgame. Two after this is posted. One for some of you. Whenever you choose to listen, maybe after. But basically we're in the end game now. Weeping a little. <laughs> and initially this was going to be like a predictions and thoughts and breaking down trailers and trying to figure out what the heck is going to happen. But we've decided that... We're just going to sit here and tell you guys our hopes and dreams. Because really, at this point, we don't really have predictions. And we can't trust the trailers. And I don't trust the Russo brothers. the Russo brothers' whole job is to mislead us and break our hearts. So, hopes and dreams. What are your hopes and dreams? I have a few. One of them is... And here's the thing. I went into... At one point, maybe five weeks ago, I want to say... I was like, Tony Stark is going to survive. I'm positive because I was doing my rewatches. And there's such an interesting um, storyline that plays like in the background, which is Tony settling down with uh, Pepper and potentially leaving behind being Iron Man, being in the spotlight in any way, shape, or form. Uh and then Game of Thrones happened, and I was like, oh, God, I don't trust anything, and now I'm terrified again. So I was honestly certain that, especially with Infinity War, especially the fact that we got that conversation, I don't think they would have put that in there if it wasn't going to serve something bigger, and we could argue that... With Tony and Pepper. It, yes, with Tony and Pepper. And we could potentially argue that uh, Peter is like their son, if she's not really pregnant, that he he is to a degree a father in a sense. Like I love the relationship between mm. Peter and Tony. Oh, but so it, much! It, it to a point irritates me when people say like he's his only parental figure because no, no, he Peter has May, parental figures. <laughs> it's I think for Tony to make Tony have something greater than himself, essentially, and to be better than his father was. Yes, but. That's still not what I think the story was hinting at, or at least I hope. And I do hope that Pepper is pregnant, and I do hope that he gets to retire. Because there are these conversations that happen, like in Age of Ultron with Steve, where they walk into a house full of kids, and they're both just so confused by it. And they have these conversations of potentially moving forward and living that stable life. And I want Tony more than anything to have that. So that's one of my biggest fears is losing Tony. I don't know if I can stomach that. I was prepared for it at one point, And then at another point, I convinced myself it's not happening. So I was now, prepared for it going into Infinity War. Yeah. But after he survived that, I was like, okay, we're good. We're He's going to live happily ever I after. want him to so bad. And I think that's one of the deaths that... that it'll, it's going to break me a lot if he does actually die. But I honestly I, don't think he's going to die. I know. I'm die. hoping not. And if he does, I'm going to... like be really not okay listen tv has betrayed me a lot this week a lot 
So my trust levels, at one point I thought that I had a great grip on narratives and being able to read them. And the belief that showrunners and film writers and all that, that we're beyond shocking people with death. That we've come to understand that death is not that unique. Everyone's doing it now. And to do it for shock value is not great storytelling. I thought we were beyond that. I thought it was in our past, but as it turns out, it is not. So, since my trust issues have gone down, my fear has gone up. And that's my one big hope. And then my sweet summer child who needs to see the sun again. If Loki's actually dead... I'm going to be pissed off. Loki has died like 10 times. I know. I mean, granted, he didn't have the life squeezed out of him and he didn't have his neck broken any of the other times, but I honestly just, I don't think he's dead. That's, see, here's the thing. I might understand Tony. I feel like they can handle Tony very well. If they kill him, I might understand it despite how upset I I will be. Like Thor and Loki, like relatively new being in a good place with each other. And, like, if that ends... I just want the sun to shine on them again. That's all I want. Like, he's had to see his brother... Well, see what he thinks is his brother dying multiple times. So, yeah. That's my thing. If Loki is actually dead and the last we've seen of him is Infinity War... Oh, I'm going to be pissed off. That's, that's going to be pissed off and sad at the same time, which I don't want to get to. I don't want to be pissed off. Like, so I oh, I would be very upset because I've grown to love him over all these movies. You have told but him. in a way, isn't it just a little bit poetic that his life ended because of the Tesseract? No. And that's when his whole thing began. Because it was so quick. If it was... It, here's the thing with Loki's death that bothers me. Loki is not that stupid. It's an insult to who Loki is as a character, not only in Thor franchise, but in Norse mythology. Loki's not dumb. He's smart. The god of mischief. Like he-, he knows how to play everyone. He knows how to get under people's skin. He knows how to just... He's a smart dude. God, man. He knew that Thor had sense. So to have him go in such a stupid fashion <clears throat> is what gets to me. Like, Loki would not just take on Thanos with a knife. But that's why I don't think he's dead. Because- that's That's... So from your lips to God's ears and the Russo brothers, because, because if he dies that way, that's an insult to his character. That's my problem is that he wouldn't do that. So my whole thing, my hope, which I don't want to hope because <laughs> is that he, um, he's, he's out there and that wasn't him. He, cause Loki can also ch- shift someone else. It's not just him. Cause don't you remember he did it to Thor? In uh, Dark World, he changes Thor into Lady that Sif. That was my least or, favorite Thor movie, so I, I don't know. remember it too well. He cha- e- either he changes Thor into Lady Sif, or he changes Thor into somebody else. Like, as he himself, Loki, is walking. You mean the scene where they were walking, and he, like, shifted into Captain Cap America. at one point, and um, he shifts Thor, too. Like, Thor's walking, and, and he's that. someone else. I, 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 I'm almost positive it's Lady Sif, but I could be wrong. So, that's what I'm hoping. Is she alive? I I would hope. I think so. I think she is. I know Zachary Levi's character is in. I forget his name. You've seen Zachary Levi? Yes. 
in a Marvel? Yes. Is it Fendril? Are we talking about the same Zachary Does Levi? Does nobody know that Zachary Levi replaced Josh Dallas? No. <laughs> Where have you all been? I saw this to someone else the other day. What do you mean Zachary Levi? Zachary Levi is not in Marvel. Yes, he is. That's, oh my god. That's Zachary Levi as a blonde. Well, that's why I didn't yeah. notice. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, fun fact. Is it Fendral? Anyway, he's dead. Uh, but, so yeah, Loki is too smart and I need him to be alive. That's, oh, and of course I need Tony and Steve to hug. I just, I feel like that's going to be one of the scenes that's going to make me cry in the same six times that I made Chris Evans cry, I feel like that's going to be my one in the six. I'm going to cry the second Tony and Steve are united. And just thinking about it gives me chills because I can't wait for that moment. And I cannot wait to put aside this God uh, for the the whole Team Cap and Team Tony thing. People Nothing taking has, it too far. Like I love that as a promotional tool for but, Civil War, but, but people Civil took War it, is like, long gone. People took it and ran with it. Like you can't be Team Cap or Team Iron Man and like the other no, person. No, like, no, no. I'm Team Cap, but I love Tony Stark. I love. I Iron literally Man. would like. I would be. I've been preparing myself for Steve Rogers' death for God knows how long. He is my favorite MCU character. He is probably my second favorite male character in existence in the world of fiction. So I'm prepared for his death. So don't you tell me that I cannot love Tony Stark because I'm not prepared for his death. It just, it really, it pushes me away from fandom in a, and I, I'm already very hesitant in the world of fandom and that just makes it worse. Cause I remember I said something like, tweeted something about Tony a while ago and someone was like, aren't you team cap? I was like, isn't that so 2015? <laughs> Was it even 2015? Because I totally guessed that, and I really hope I'm right. Sounds about right. Anyway. I was still in school, so. Let's just put that thing in the past. It's done and over with. You can love them both. You can love one and dislike the other. It's going to be okay. Just let go of the darn teens. in case you guys didn't know, they're fictional characters. Oh, my God. They're not real. What do you mean? Yes, they are. I mean... RDJ. Every time there's thunder, <laughs> Thor's here. He's coming. I just, I cannot. What are your hopes and dreams? I just spent 10 minutes talking about mine. Just want all our friends over in the Soul Stone. Just... <laughs> I was like, all our friends? What do our friends have to do with this? <laughs> just want them to all be all right. Like, no. come back. Like, obviously from a certain state, I know... They're coming back mm-hmm. because people have contracts that have not finished yeah. yet. <laughs> and I'm smart. I got a degree. You know what? I thought I was smart too. And then that thing happened last week and it just changed my entire Like I know. Like we know Peter Parker's coming yeah, back. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I like hope and also partially a little bit have an inkling that Bucky's coming back because of course you would they wouldn't start this whole new storyline like the white wolf storyline for him Mm -hmm. and then kill him off permanently that's also what I think about is the shows that we have lined up for um the new Disney program that's what I've I've thought about those because like I know they're within the MCU Mm -hmm. but are they like what time well timeline did it like Falcon and 
Bucky is has to be post all of this because yeah. in the span of like the two years between Civil War and Infinity War, a lot of them were running. Bucky was they in Wakanda. They other, weren't so. partnered up doing anything, and it would be very strange if the show was called Falcon, Winter Soldier, whatever. And it's like they're two different lives, separate. You know, it has to be something together. So the Loki one still worries me to a degree because it could be a prequel. It could, it could yeah. be anything. Yeah. I'm glad that we have like what, confirmation that yeah. it is going to be Tom Hiddleston. Though, what worries saying... me about the Loki thing is what if he is alive, but nobody knows he's alive and he's just out there doing his own thing. I don't want that. I need Thor to know. I mean, that happened before when Thor thought he was dead. This <laughs> is true, but I don't want that because I want, because that, I think if, the more I think about it, the more it is truly my favorite line and might be all of the M- MCU is the sun will shine on us again, brother. It was, or I assure you, brother, the sun will shine on us again. It's such a simple yet profound statement. And it was so vulnerable and so sincere. And I don't think that those two have ever been like that before. It was the way that Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth played on that scene. But you know, Tom Hiddleston is the fourth Hemsworth brother. Uh, Of course, yes, of course. Uh, The bond came naturally. They love each other so deeply, and that love is not often reflected in the, like, franchise because they're at at, at odds with each other. But in that scene, they were brothers. And it's such a... uh, It's just beautiful sentiment. So I, I feel like to have something like that be canon and then turn around and say that Loki's going to go back and be this little shit and not tell Thor he's alive doesn't make sense. Like without changing who he is as a character, he's had so much character development. Yes, he has. He stayed like that same. His heart's becoming more and more just like it would, his heart would make me so upset if they just like erase it. It's like, yeah, certain show called how much your mother they like yeah we can talk about that we can always talk about that all that character development and then the last like like last couple episodes of the finale they just like erased all of it and he went back to being the same character he was in season one like i would hate for that and that was such a cultural shock in the world of television no one was happy about it i think i know i've heard of maybe one person not being happy but saying yeah i saw that coming because i didn't trust it so after that, I remember thinking, oh, like, no series is going to, like, assassinate their characters like that. Like, that is character assassination if they're, like, the epitome of it. So I, I want to hope and believe that we've learned from that. And it's like Loki can still be mischievous. That's who mischievous. he is. It's his nature. Mischievous. Like, but he can still. Why can't I say that word? Mischievous? It was like mischievous. It's coming out very weird. Mischievous. I don't know. It's just not rolling off my tongue the way I want it to. But he can be that way. He can be a little shit, but still grow, grow, and still be there for his brother. And I think after this, like that was a promise in every way that we're in this together. We've been through so much together. We. Oh God, I'm gonna watch Ragnarok soon and just. Ball my eyes out. They've come too far to go back on that. Loki will still be Loki and like put snakes around him and do all that stuff. But I think their bond and 
assuring the other one that, hey, I'm alive, hey, I'm out there, is that very sunshine coming out, Mm -hmm. even if they both live in different worlds, if that makes sense. So, I don't know. Like, in terms of the other TV shows, like, there's the Wanda Vision one. Oh, yeah. Don't like the name. What's it called? Wanda Vision. <laughs> like, whose job? You had one job. Like, <laughs> at least Winter Soldier Falcon <laughs> is great. I think it's Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh. Scarlet uh, Scarlet Vision is a great they shipper name. But they've never called her Scarlet Witch in the MCU. That's true. I, I think because why. Fox had rights to Scarlet Witch prior to this because she is her and Quicksilver are Magneto's children. Yeah, but, but in, in the MCU universe, like they're mutants, but in the MCU they're just they're, enhanced yeah. because of Hydra. Yeah. But so, no, oh, but with Disney owning Fox Exactly. Now, we I don't, don't know have how that's gonna, like are they gonna bring like Quicksilver back to I don't life think then? so. I don't think they're gonna do that, but I think that there's a certain choice that has to be made to combine everyone in the x-men yeah franchise but they would not Besides, dare to do that in the mcu because no, that's too they can't big but, but i feel like now will we finally just hear her being called scarlet, scarlet witch, witch now that they own the rights to yeah. that scarlet vision is a gorgeous ship name it's one Better of my favorite WandaVision. ones wandavision wandavision like wandavision it's like wandavision <laughs> so yeah even them i can see vision coming back or I mean, not or just coming back as a human somehow, but, but I don't know how he, you can make a human. He's become more human, like over yeah. the course of since Ultron. But like, I feel like because he is still at the base, like a computer, yeah. basically, like it wouldn't be that hard. It would besides but like, missing the, the stone. There's also a really great quote in Age of Ultron that I, I don't remember um, the actual words, but it's about how life is just being amongst the Avengers now is a privilege in and of itself, no matter how long it, he gets to be around them. That temporary time is going to be enough for him, and it's going to be beautiful. So I wonder if Vision could actually be dead, and that could potentially be something prior to Infinity War, because if any of it is going to work prior to Infinity War, that one might. Because we know they've been in contact with each other enough to be in a stable relationship. Yeah, because what was it like the time between two Civil years? War? So like, and they spent that time mm-hmm. like on and off together. Yeah. So that I could see being in the past if they don't bring Vision back. Because and I feel like I talk a lot of shit about Vision, but I do love him. I, like, love, I love Vision I love so Paul much. Bettany, oh like, my god! Of course, I I get frustrated <laughs> watching Vision and Wanda together. But I don't have a problem with Wanda and Vision together, especially when Vision is Paul Bettany yeah. with his face. <laughs> when um, he's not purple and red an and android. whatever. So I love them together. Their scene was such a beautiful addition because it was so simple in the midst of what we knew was coming. So I and appreciated I like it. They just like they go well together because yeah. they both have this like power that they mm. don't truly know. Sweet babies, I want them to like be happy. how to handle like yeah, because like I forget which movie it, it was in Civil War, Civil War when like they're when it's just the two of them and they're talking about when she's how everyone's like afraid of her mm-hmm. and because they both have this power that they don't understand like him with the stone and then her with the wishy wishy red <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen the hand gestures she just did it was great it was some Doctor Strange Wanda <laughs> happening in my living room. 
But why else? Like, I want her to come back just so we can explore with yeah. the power. Like, because she is one of the strongest. Oh, I think she's definitely Avengers, coming like, back. And they haven't truly ex- like explored what she's capable of. Yeah. And, like, briefly, like, when her brother died, like, in Ultron, like, we see her, like, she felt that pain. Yeah. Like, she channeled that. Oof. Chills. Just, like, just show her being strong all the time. Yeah. So, I think, here's the thing. I, the time stone is going to play a huge role in the movie. Yeah. At least, that's the belief we're all under. And I don't know how they would make it work without the time stone. But, if the time stone is... Uh, the largest stone that's being used i suppose um that didn't make sense it made more sense in my head i think you guys get what i mean but then i could see everyone coming back and somehow more of the original avengers dying to sacrifice for a bigger battle with thanos one more time well you know who we didn't talk about like gamora well, she's in the soul stone. She is, but, like, because you know, like, well, that was not a sentence. Well, um, because he sacrificed her to yeah. get the stone. And then when he does, like, he sees Gamora. Like, her, like, young Gamora. And then after the snap, she's there asking him, like, was it worth it? Yeah. And, like, so you know, like, she's still a alive like maybe not the body he threw off the cliff yeah but she's that's still the only there. one i'm a little worried about and i was at one point convinced that it's permanent because of the whole um james gunn situation but then he's but now he, james gunn is three. back so because volume three is happening now i'm back to that belief that would it be like Guardians maybe she is alive Gamora, or? or yeah or if that's one of the deaths that they play on with Nebula being alive and Nebula being their Gamora. Not in a sense of replacing yeah. her, but moving forward well, that's another with Nebula on the good team. Like, I know. After Guardians Volume 2, like they they kind of came to an understanding. Yeah. Like, Gamora, Nebula was willing to die a, for she her. She wanted a sister. Like, but their whole life growing up, it was just, like, competition because of Thanos. And Nebula was willing to die for her in Infinity War. So we've... That... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Bring back the green people. (laughs) Loki's green. Technically, he's blue. His costume is green. (laughs) Get the point. But, yeah. I don't know. I hope they bring back everybody. But that's wishful thinking. I I could... I want to come back here... For the post end game and just say everyone's alive. Like We're happy. Like- happy cried. But we are gonna see death. I don't but honestly I don't think Tony's gonna die. Like again, from your lips to God's ears. You can't kill the godfather of the MC. I know. Like, let you him can't. like just retire. It's not poetic. Like, just let him go on like But his I could happy see life. the leader dying. Because that's what Cap has always been, yeah. a leader. Because Tony even says it, like, I'm not the boss, he's the boss. I just make the things. <laughs> and, like, in the first Avengers, I was rewatching it, and everyone just... No one calls him Steve in the first it's Avengers. Just, it's just Cap. Captain, Cap, Captain. No one calls him Steve. The first Avengers or the first Avenger? The first Avengers. Oh, okay, the first, like, group movie. Like, the oh, first okay. group movie ever. It's always Cap, what now? Cap this, Cap that. And I was like... No one really oh. called him Steve? I'm sure in the other movies, but in that one particularly, the use of Captain was so 
frequent. Like to signify, yeah. like... He's the captain. He's the captain. So I could see the captain going. And that would be poetic. As much as it breaks my heart, but it's just... Steve Rogers, I feel like, has done his duty. All he's ever wanted was to fight the bullies. And Thanos is the greatest bully that they've ever faced. So to see him go off protecting the ones he loves, fighting for the ones he loves, would just be, it would be beautiful. There's there's sacrificial deaths that aren't beautiful, but I think for Steve Rogers, it would be because... He's done it before. He's done it before, and he's not the type of man who... There's nothing really left for him here. Like, all he's ever wanted to do was fight the bullies. It's not like he can move on like Tony. He doesn't have love in his life. Like, the he person doesn't... he would want to do love with, she's gone. She is. And he says it. The, the man who wanted stability and family, he went under the ice 70 years ago. Like, he's 100. Granted, he's in the body of, what, a 35-year-old maybe? Yeah. But the life he wanted to live was in his past. Like, this world... I think I don't think anyone really processes. I don't think we even process just how weird Steve's world is. To live in a world where you're from a different time, literally, because I have like that it's, it's different. severe like nostalgia. If he had, like lived out those like seventy years. Yeah, because Bucky did. But if you think about it, intermittently Buck- though, yeah. like he would like Hydra would put him back on yeah. Earth. But, like, but he still, still had much more experience getting out in the world than steve did and i think that that's like even i when i face like severe nostalgia for a time i was not alive in it it's such a oh like dark feeling and so saddening but so to have someone that's actually lived in that time to just sit there and go like what am i doing what is technology like and it's like i I forget like the exact like I think it was in the first Avengers movies. Like when him and Fury like bet something. Oh yeah. And like he's like, like no. the amount of money they bet like to anyone in like this time period, not a lot of money, but to someone yeah. from the forties, like that's betting a fortune. Ten dollars? <laughs> Woo! Wow, what can that buy? So I feel like he's lived the life that he's wanted to live. As much as he could. Yeah, as much as he could. I would love for him to find happiness and to move on. Like, because how is long? Sharon is alive? Oh God! Don't don't talk about Sharon. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. That could have been great. The it whole was, I I was, was forced, not opposed though. to that. I was not opposed to the idea of Sharon. If she and wasn't Steve. just there to be yes, a and love if interest. and if Civil War handled that better, not at Peggy Carter's freaking funeral. That was not supposed to happen there. That was so insulting. We're not getting into that because Listen, it'll make me very angry. The parking angry. lot kiss scene, like one of my favorite scenes, it is. just because no, that, of Sam that was great. And Bucky, but the way, like, can you move your seat up? No, no. that's no. that's my favorite line in the Civil War. The way they incorporate—that's why I got a T-shirt with it on it. Yeah, but the way they incorporated like their romance into that movie just felt forced. It was yeah, forced. Like, it was not organic. It didn't flow the way any of these other relationships have flown. Like you think this this woman who grew up with Peggy Carter as like her biggest influence, who was like strong and independent, like would have a better storyline. Nope, apparently not. That's asking like, for Like showcasing much. the fact that she's a badass woman yeah. like her aunt. Exactly. So you know, I don't know. I I can't see Steve giving up the shield, knowing that there's potential threats out there. 
That's the problem. Steve Rogers With him staying alive. Yeah, if he's alive, he's gonna fight until he's dead because he can't not fight. That's just how it's always been. Bucky even says it in the first movie. He says, "You just don't know when to stop, do you?" He doesn't know when to stop, and he's not. I don't think he's gonna learn how to stop because for him, it's just. He feels most alive when he's fighting for the people who can't fight for themselves. And I think that... And that's been, like, his thing his, since before exa- he became he, a super soldier. Exactly. Like, even when he was scrawny, scrawny Steve, with, like, a million Steve. health problems who couldn't really defend himself. Yeah, he, he wanted still... to. It was still his greatest objective. So... Like, the first time we see him getting in a fight, like, at the movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, unless the super serum wears off and that's how he goes into, like, retirement until old age... I could see that. But I don't see Steve Rogers willingly going, my fight's done. Here's the shield. I don't see that for him. But I could be wrong. I like to think I've got a great grip on his character. But I could be wrong. But it's just, I think if any character is going to have a poetic death on this movie, in this movie, it's going to be Steve. Look, and I haven't read like the comic where... A comic he dies in Civil War, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, because I think that's when... Cause is it is it Bucky or Sam that takes the shield first after Bucky I think. Like, cause I feel like neither of them would unless he dies. Like, yeah. Neither of them would feel like they to care to keep that keep, going. Yeah. And, like take that mantle. Yeah. Like if he's still alive, like it's just weird. It's like you do it. Like, but if he if he does die, like it's like honoring him. Exactly honoring him and. It's their way of cherishing his memory and keeping him with them. Yeah. And I think if Marvel will, if within the MCU they do decide to go that route where they have those two become mm-hmm. capped at some point, I, I do think that they're going to have Sam do it first. Yeah. Because to give Bucky a little bit yeah. more time. And also, like, to, to develop the storyline that they've started, mm-hmm. like, in, well, really in the Black Panther like, yeah. in credit scenes. And, but still, so. like I feel like it would be because obviously from Winter Soldier, Sam has become like one of Cap's best friends. Mm-hmm. But I feel like his death would be hard, would most definitely be harder on Bucky. Yeah, of course. Because like their childhood best friend, yeah. they, they've to an extent they've gone through the same thing. Like they mm-hmm. both. And Bucky have would had, be alone in this world yeah. without somebody that understands That's so like much how, of what he's been through. When Steve said like the last person he knew from his old life died, like, yeah. that's it. Like, he had Bucky and he had Peggy. Yeah. But and Peggy, death, when, when Peggy yeah. died, dealing with Peggy's death was easier knowing he but had Bucky back. But I feel like Bucky he didn't back. even get to handle, like, her death at all. No, he didn't. Like, they didn't, and I know it's like, they had a certain amount of time to fit, like, this whole storyline into the movie, but... After the funeral, that was it. Like, they didn't, he didn't have time to grieve or anything. It just went straight into fighting. And I don't think people realize that Peggy's a direct influence on his choice and the side he took. That's not something I feel like people who aren't fans of Peggy understand. There are people who aren't fans of Margaret. Yeah, tragically. I couldn't believe it myself, but. Look at your life. Look look at your your choices. choices. (laughs) I couldn't believe it, but it's like. Peggy Carter has been his compass, like his north the whole time. His compass, because her picture is in his compass. She's been his true north from the beginning. Oh my gosh, the scene in the trailer. 
I, I don't know. Was that? I don't know if it was a flashback. I don't like know. A present thing when he had her picture still. I don't know. I was I like, why know. are you doing this to me? I don't know. I need one more memory of Peggy Carter before we like part ways a with flashback Steve. Or Even like... if it's just him looking back at the compass. Because I, here's the thing. It's like Peggy got to move forward and Peggy got to live her life. But Steve didn't. So for Steve, she is still his like greatest influence. Like he still owes her that day. Yeah. So I think that I want some sort of homage to what she meant to him. Because even if it's as simple as him just popping open the uh, compass. compass again and looking at it before he passes. So she was or, the one person who believed in him yeah, when, when nobody was, else did. Was doubting him. And or even if he looks at it like right before they go into battle, that'll be enough for me. Like I'm not asking for much, just a little tiny thing because it'll pay great respect to her or and what she means to him. Or the last thing he thinks about or sees before he dies. If I'll, that take flash, I'll take anything with Margaret Peggy Carter. Anything. Because Margaret, in air quotes. Let's Peggy not Carter. forget that we, we would not have shield without her. Really? Just put that out there. Because I think people tend to forget. We won't let you forget, Dora. Co-founder. But. Who's still. the girl? Side eye. Just side eye. Black side eye. We don't joke about Peggy Carter ever. We don't disrespect her even as a joke. But was it a joke? I don't know. Or, I don't know. That's why I don't like to think about that scene. Because you one. can't tell because she just talks I know. very... And then she goes to the funeral, so I'm just very confused with what... He wasn't alone. Sam was there. What that scene meant, I really do not understand. But. I feel like she, was just, she went to the funeral to kind of like take advantage of his vulnerable state and get him to sign the accords. That's my cynical view on things. <laughs> I don't know. I And Black Widow, so I don't think they'd kill her because the Black Widow movie is coming out. But which I hope it's a prequel because I, I want to see the stuff I about see the Red her Room. In the Red Room, I want to see mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, I would love to see that. I think I was going to say so cool. getting in there, but that is the wrong. Whoa, okay, where's he getting <laughs> that in? That is not what I meant, and it's the wrong phrase. <laughs> where's he going? Um. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, some more Ant Man. Oh, sweet summer child. I've seen like one like thing I've seen though is like in the in the trailer when it is him like in the camera like someone was saying like he's a scroll oh. because like the last time we see him he is stuck in the quantum realm because that's true well someone has to get him out and I think we said it in our Ant Man review we said it'd probably be um, blinking on his name so pop <laughs> pops pops or um, ghost realizing you mean Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa or Ghost realizing that he is late to but bring... But we don't know if it, we, they We don't survived. know if they survived, yeah. That's true. But it is like quite... Because like, then, you know, they're going into the quantum realm. Well, based on the suits? Oh, I don't know. I don't... See, that's I, why I, I don't even want to talk about the trailer about because I don't know because if it's real. We don't real. know if it's what's real and what's fake. What is real is Steve's like beard. So Steve's beard. Can we just take a moment for Steve's beard right now? R.I.P. Damn good beard. <laughs> um, but like, I wonder, like, how accurate that theory could be. Again, I don't even trust the new trailer. 
You said it's fake, so oh, fine. I'm not. Is the movie like, even called know, Endgame? Like, and I'm from like past experience, like watching movies. Obviously, like, I know like a lot of the times trailers do have stuff they don't that doesn't mm-hmm. make it into the movie for like either because it got cut or because the trailer was made before they actually finished, finished filming yeah. or like they did they they did reshoots. But the fact that they're just straight out saying it's not the trailers are fake. Fine. Like the entire. What trailer, was the point like, of the trailer? I know it's like it's to give us something like the fact that like oh that handshake between Steve and Cap, um Steve and Cap, <laughs> between, Captain Captain, <laughs> between Tony and Cap like yeah. didn't happen. Like I want to like if that's not obviously that wouldn't be like their reunion like yeah. shaking hands on the street before exactly, a fight. but. I don't know. I How can't. do Nebula and Tony get back to Earth? Exactly. But in the scene in the trailer when they're all flying mm-hmm. into space, Nebula was there. I th- no, it was Captain. Is Ma- it even real? No, it was Carol who was flying. Mm. And then because I think it was like Carol, Rocket, Steve. Um, and I watched the trailer once, and then I, I heard that it was fake. I was like, fine, I'm not like, going to break new, it apart. And like, one of the newest clips that I saw posted on, like, the Marvel Instagram, like, it just shows Clint and Nat, like, smiling at each other when they're, like, flying into space. And oh, Clint like, and Nat. What happened? What happened in Budapest? Tell me about Budapest. I still want to know. We must find out. Um, It's one of my favorite lines in The Avengers. You and I remember Budapest very differently. It's just it's like, such I a great hear line. Both versions of what happened in Budapest, like a little "How I Met Your Mother" thing. Well, this is my version of what happened. Um, but yeah, they're. I don't, I don't Rocket know. deserves to have Groot back. Everyone deserves to have everyone back. We Groot deserve is his it. child. Ugh, I just I don't know, man. I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. And I cannot believe we only have three days left. Like, after three days, we wrap up 11 years of our lives. That's crazy. That's longer than Harry Potter was. Because Harry Potter when is technically Harry... eight movies. When did the first Harry Potter come out, though? 2001, if I'm not mistaken. And then Deathly Hallows Part 2 came out... 2010 or 9? Yeah, so it's like shorter. Yeah, because it's just eight movies regardless. It's shorter yeah. as like whichever way like you yeah. look at it, like whether you look over over years or even like Game of Thrones is just eight years, nine technically if you count the gap year we had last year. But still, it's like so many of these huge parts but I said, of like, our since fi- Mar- like since the first Iron Man, I feel like there's been at least one. Yeah, Marvel movie every year mm-hmm. since then. So it's like we've always had that something. Yeah, some years we've had two, and it's like obviously there's going to be Marvel movies after this. But it's this just, is it's, just it's the last one with all of like the original six. Yeah, like it's obviously like we're going into Phase Four now, but it's kind of like the culmination, like the end of yeah. everything that started in Phase One. Oh my God, I cannot because believe it. I was in what like. Because what uh, first Iron Man came out in two thousand and nine, nine, I think. Like depending well, on nine or no eight, two thousand eight. So if it came out, I was in eighth grade. Oh my god, I was in eleventh. I always forget this age difference. I know, and but... now I am twenty four. So it's like literally like my whole adolescence. Yep, was encompassed by these movies. 
it's, it's crazy. I am an quote unquote adult now. And yep. Adult who's, it's just, I can't imagine it. It's very, it's going to be very strange coming out of that theater. I feel like we're just like talking in circles, like, and just like, cause we don't have like a clear, there's no, no, there's no time, clear picture. So it's, it's like, just really our, like when you think about like character development from that first Iron Man movie. Oh, can I just say when he, in that movie, when he says like, I am Iron Man. It's still one of the like, greatest and then lines just, like, in the entire MCU. Spades black. Like. So good. And I always forget how good it is until I'm rewatching it. I'm just like, oh, it like pierces your bones, man. You know, like one thing, like, not, I'm not shitting on, like, like I love, like I grew up watching like Justice League cartoons mm-hmm. and like all like DC cartoons and I love The Flash yeah. TV show. But the one thing I love about Marvel is like there are no secret identities. Like no one throws on a pair of glasses and suddenly oh, you are like everyone Tony, knows who Tony Stark like, is. Tony Stark flat out saying like I am Iron Man. Yeah, the, the first movie, and then everyone knows who Steve Rogers is. Yeah. even though like when he was dead, technically, yeah, like he was still like this Captain America, but still you not knew. celebrity, but like icon. Yeah. And so, like, everyone knows who all these people are. Like, they don't hide behind, yeah. like, perso- fake personas. Which the personas were always very interesting to yeah. me. That, like, and it's it's a quote in, um, if I'm not mistaken, The Dark Knight, where he says, like, the mask isn't for you. It's for, to protect the people around you. Like, I completely understand. Yeah, I, and I think that. it's a beautiful statement. But. I think, I feel like it's just always been really unreal. Well, we're talking about superheroes. Yeah. But I feel like it's always been unrealistic to me yeah to be like, like i could recognize you in a mask like anywhere we Supergirl, go like she puts on a pair of glasses and suddenly no one knows who she is yeah like, i put on my glasses and i look the exact same like, like if i saw you in the street with a weird like mask covering up to your nose i'd be like morgan what are you doing like, you know what the bottom half of my face looks like or even if i'm not mistaken it's something that happens in the first spider-man the toby Maguire spider-man he's Okay, he, she doesn't know his identity. Peter's the only well, the, well that I can think of. Well, now people know Peter, don't they? Not the public. Oh right, right. Like, yeah, Peter's the only one, him. but he has a full mask. Yeah, but also he is also a child. Yeah, and so, so for him it's a little yeah. different. But still, it's always so funny to me that when she kisses him, like, or like, that she doesn't Spider-Man. Re- yeah, they, like recognize his like mouth. I don't know. I would think I would recognize somebody's mouth that I've grown up with. <laughs> Granted, it's upside down, but still, which this has nothing to do with anything. But that is my least favorite kiss in the entire world, and I am so physically grossed out by it because it's upside down. I don't or... know what it is about that kiss, but I remember watching it when I was a little kid, going. I never want to kiss anyone. And then even as an adult, if I ever like, if it's like I see a gif or anything, I'm just like, uh, I'm uncomfortable. Like, it's just so, I don't know what it is about that kiss, man. But the best MCU kiss happens in the first Avenger. It's, it's the best one. Such a good kiss. Riding in danger. <laughs> no, I'm not kissing you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love. But yeah, that's what I love. I agree with Marvel. It's just out there. Most like they of them. are who they are. But 
And it, it's it's a little unfortunate. I wish the DC film burst held up the way that it has in the past. Because in the past, I like loved the Dark Knight movie, movies. I loved those. I still think they are the strongest superhero movies we have. Like I, and, I didn't even bother seeing any. No, I didn't because Affleck. I couldn't like, stomach the idea. I feel like it was going to ruin yeah. my view. Well, it was too early for me. It's like yeah. in the same way that I can never watch a Steve Rogers. I'm not going to say Captain America because I could see someone else taking the shield. But see someone else playing, playing Steve. Playing Steve Rogers other than Chris Evans would just know. Iron Man other than RDJ. Well, I can't. Because you know like if Sebastian Stan or Anthony Mackie yeah, that's played different Cap, there. they would play it in their own in way their based own. on yeah, who their characters are. As they wouldn't try, They wouldn't try to be Steve, yeah. which no one else is going to be able to do like in the future 20 years from now if they decide to redo this all and there's recasting and my children are like mommy mommy like, like we're not so going let's to go i'm like no 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 because like there's only one steve rogers honey and one iron man i feel like that's how you know that marvel does such a good job yeah. with their casting. like you would never even want to see no anyone else but in the same way i i still i grew up on the batman films from yeah. the very first one to this one the comics like you said but I cannot, I don't even, I said, I was like, oh, maybe 20 years down the line. But I don't think I could ever watch another Batman movie without Christian Bale as Batman. He was my Batman. Like, and I know a lot of people did not like Jared Leto as a Joker. Yeah. But I feel like I didn't like him as a Joker, because I did see like, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad, which I did not see it in theaters. I waited till it was on Redbox. So, but did not like him as Joker no. at all. And then also I feel like I was comparing him to Heath Ledger the whole time. Because Heath yeah. Ledger was Heath Ledger's incredible. Joker like, was everything. Obviously we know how yeah. that like taking on that role affected him. But also but, it's like the thing is even and I know this might be an unpopular opinion, but even Jack Nicholson's Joker is so memorable. His face as the Joker is the most memorable. Yeah. Let uh Ledger's performance as a Joker is more most memorable, but I I feel like Jack Nicholson's face as the Joker and the presentation of it is most memorable, if that makes sense. Like that's how I visioned the Joker. And that's the Joker that I like grew up on in a way. So And then like Mark Hamill like yeah, voice yeah. as the Joker. And Jared Leto's Joker freaks me out. I like, didn't like and like just and then also I feel like so comparing him to like jokers that I've loved in the past, yeah. and then like seeing it, which and then is also hearing all the not stories, to do. like when you've remade something so many times, like, it, yeah, it it's, it's impossible. You but also complain. hearing like I love how we're talking about DC in a Marvel podcast, yeah. but you know. Anyway, I just we don't discriminate. We may have like a favorite franchise, but but we still give the others a chance. Which I have to say, I loved Shazam. I, like, I need to see like, the fact that you like it makes me want to see it now. <laughs> I have to, like, I also have to say that I, there is a podcast in here where I stupidly say I'm not going to watch Shazam and I get all cocky. So I'm calling myself out before anyone else decides to call me out. That was dumb of me to say. Like, I need to see it now. And I, I went ahead and I watched Shazam because once it came out, I was like, oh, I feel like. I would be hurting Zachary Levi if I didn't watch it. Hurting like, his as, bank account? As if he would care, but I just, I felt like I was insulting him, so I had to go watch it, and I loved it. He's like, still getting those tangled pages. I loved Shazam so much. Like, I can I will probably buy it, because that's how delightful it was. I'm not even exaggerating. This is not a Shazam. Shazam. A Shazam. Shazam podcast. <laughs> this is not a Shazam podcast, fancy. so we're not going to get into it. 
But I truly love that movie so much, and I'm so happy that I made the decision to watch it. I feel like I didn't want to see it just like based on the fact that I'm not a really big fan of like DC movies yeah. now, and then also like I had no clue him, what Shazam was going to be like about. Seeing him like in the costume. Of oh, the I still don't like the. Costume. I didn't like the way he looked. Like I'm not yeah. trying to be like superficial, but I just didn't like. No, the way I he don't like the bulky. costume. Like, the costume it looks, looks fake. fake. But but the movie itself is just it's a delight. Like. I, I came out of it grinning from ear to ear. I cried so many times. I'm not oh even God. kidding. I really loved it. Like, so pleasantly surprised by it. So, well, we'll have to go see it. DC can week. do good. Like, it's, it's in there. They just, just have to try. Take it out. Do it. Um, but yeah. No, that's Back it. to Marvel. <laughs> Back to Marvel, I guess. We should probably then just wrap this up because. I don't even... It was just a lot of thoughts. I feel like I don't even know what the next one is going to be like. What are we going to sit here and like talk about? Like our reaction? About? Ugh. But yeah. We're It'll just end. be an hour of silence, the next podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. good or bad, we're just going to be in shock. Because so. even like the end of Infinity War, I think I might have mentioned it when we did the podcast after. I screamed profanities. After the ending scene, like in the th- we were in like the top back row of the theater, just yelling. Like obviously, I was not the only one in that theater screaming, but I, there, I know there were children there, but I just oh, couldn't. There was a child screaming. <laughs> but yeah, like it was rude. So I don't know. I cannot. I'm just I hope for the best, but preparing for the worst, I, which I'm, is a good way to look. I'm at life. bringing a box of tissues to share care about the people around me i will share my tissues but yeah well i'll see you on avengers day but opening night but we will be here next week possibly possibly because if we can process (laughs) if not the week after so it'll happen just give us a week yeah just give us to mourn or process to to, to figure out what what's going to be said here because we like we don't know what's going to happen, but we know it's going to be a lot. Yep. It's going to be a lot. There's, <laughs> all of a sudden, there's just noises everywhere now. The inanimate objects are having a field day. Beauty and the Beast up in here. But, alrighty, guys. We'll be back. Make sure you hydrate yourselves. Um, not during the movie, though, because it's three hours long. If you have a squirrel's bladder like I do, that's going to be a bad idea. As Mark Ruffalo says, wear a diaper. I might. Truly, I might wear a diaper. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you, though? I don't know. I, my entire... You guys don't need to know about this, but I really do have a small... <laughs> so do I. It's fine. And, um, so, yeah, I'm just not going to hydrate myself. But don't I'm take gonna, my advice. I'm hydrate not yourself. I'm going to drink coffee on Friday because, you know, that would be a disaster. Let yourself, you know, eat sweets and desserts if you need a donut go have yourself a donut you need a drink have one yeah maybe just one not two or three even though you're gonna need that much because you're probably then gonna have to pee so that's not ideal that's why i don't drink too much but drink (laughs) enough just enough um and then just take care of yourselves friends oh goodbye God bless you all. God bless us all, man. See you on the other side. Oh my God, really though. Bye. (laughs)